Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> What's the matter? Nobody going to talk? What's the matter with you people? How can you sit here and talk 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 like this? They broadcast me out on the radio. We're mass communicating. I'm glad we had this conversation. Jay Talkin' with Bradley J. WBZ News Radio 1030. WBZ, you are Jay Talkin'. We are live, midnight to five. From time to time, either Dan or I has uh, folks from Roller Derby in. Area Roller Derby. And I'm here to tell you that the status, the state of Roller Derby is strong and getting stronger. And we have two skaters with us, Planets and Skyro. How do you do? Thanks for coming in. Good, thank, thank you for having, having us. And we, we've spoken already at length about this, and I can tell this is going to be a great hour. Now, roller derby, tell me what it is, and then tell me how you score, how, how it works, what the goal is. Yeah, so uh, roller derby in its uh, modern... This is, this is uh, Skyro, yes. by the way. Yes, in its modern iteration, uh, Roller derby is a full contact sport uh, played uh, on quad roller skates. Um, basically, you'll have each team will put out four blockers um, and one jammer who you'll recognize that skater by the star on their helmet. Uh, the jammer's goal is to skate through all the blockers and uh, collect points for each person on the opposition that they pass. So the jammer starts out behind? Yes. Okay. And they have to get through a, a group of four? Uh, eight total. Eight total. Uh, yep. Yeah. So blockers are continuously trying to play offense for their own jammers while also trying to play defense against the opposite okay. team's jammers. So do you have to get through and then come around again to score points? Yes. The first time you get through, no points. Yes. So you have to get through everybody and then you have to lap them. Come yep. back, and then you start to get points. Yes, you make what we call the initial pass, and then after that, every lap is a scoring pass. All right. And do some people go around completely through everybody more than one time? Uh, the good ones do, yeah. Oh, yeah? <laughs> okay. And how are the rules different, and how is it different than it was old school, and why? Most of that probably has to do with the fact that the old tracks were banked, and these are flat. Yeah, so as Scarra was saying, it's changed a lot since watching what we would call your grandma's roller derby. And what you'll see now is most teams and leagues will be playing on flat track. Uh, this was either on roller skating rinks, cement tracks, plastic tracks that we lay down. The biggest difference is there's a lot more, in my opinion, strategy in flat track roller derby. You can stop. You can go backwards. You can't do that on bank track. It used to be bank track was just as fast as you can, quickly as possible around the track to get points. And now it's been slowed down. More rules have been added. Um, for the sake of making the game more interesting. You can stop? Like, yeah. does everybody stop? Yeah, everybody like, will oh, stop and at, will wait. At some wait. point, somebody just stops and they're like, okay, they're kind of faking each other out. Faking each other out, you'll stop to set up to actually set up plays, just okay. like you would in football okay. or something, offense and defense strategy. 
So tell me, give me an example of a play without giving away your oh, secrets. There's no secrets in roller derby. Every Most of us are all doing the same thing. But a strategy might be that if the defense is setting up somewhere, the offense is going to set up on the opposing side of the track, asking the jammer to then hit the defense purposely. And when all the defense is focused on one side of the track, the offense, all three, maybe four blockers, will clear them all off the track, making room for the jammer to get through. Okay. And... What kind of women are in roller derby and what kind of women used to be in roller derby? It, of course, it was a way different uh, context for women back then. Like you, you are kind of normal. I don't <laughs> think you could be kind of normal back then because society would view you as pretty abnormal. I would say um, pretty much what I, one of the things that I love about roller derby, um, and especially roller derby here in Boston, is that any kind of woman can play. I mean, we have... Our youngest skater right now is 18 years old. Our oldest skater is 52. We have stay-at-home moms. We have doctors. We have teachers. We have reporters. Um, we have students. I mean, there's really just – it's kind of for anybody who is uh, interested in the sport. And we take people and train them up who have no prior yeah. experience. I didn't even know how to roller skate when I first showed up to my first recruitment event. Um and we'll build people up. And just as long as people are willing to work hard and put the effort in, I mean, they kind of have a place here, uh, which I think is really great. How'd you happen to go to the recruitment event and what drew you to it? So I started um, at the State College Area Roller Derby in State College, Pennsylvania. I was working down there at the time. Um, I was working for AccuWeather, so a 24-hour news station. Uh, so I was doing second shift, just didn't really have any time to do anything else, was just kind of bored. I was in the middle of nowhere. Um, and a friend of a friend played and I heard them talking about it and uh, just thought it sounded awesome. And they said that they're having a recruitment and that they would teach people how to do stuff. So I went out and bought gear that ended up not even being the right gear. And I just showed up and they handed me a pair of skates. And I said, what can I do here? What was wrong about your gear? Uh, it was all very small. It was like basic, like plastic inline uh, skating gear. We're very particular about like very thick knee pads, like uh, concussion tested helmets, things like that to like really ensure the safety of our skaters. Uh, your basic uh, beginner's skate kit um, is generally not going to uh, be able to withstand the impact that you need for the sport. So you showed up, you learned about it. What is it about it, roller derby, that draws you in? What does it do for you? That keeps you coming back. That makes you love it because you do love it. Yeah, I've been playing sports my entire life. My mother was also very athletic. Um, and I was always kind of a bruiser when I played. Like when I played soccer, like my role was like stopper. Like I just loved defense. You were I loved the soccer goon? Yeah, I loved running into people. Like I never had like the fanciest footwork or the greatest finesse, but like I could be really stubborn and I wasn't afraid to just throw myself on the ground if I had to. Um, and so to do a sport where like that's kind of – the goal of it, it just felt really right. Um, so you, you weren't so much of a standout goon in this. Everyone's like that. <laughs> Although I guess, I, as I understand it, your team is considered pretty scary. We can be a bit intimidating at times. I think we joke about having a height minimum minimum when it comes to our blockers. We're one of the bigger teams out of our four home teams. Can you take a shot at what it does for you? So roller Planets. derby. <laughs> roller derby isn't just about the sport. It is a giant community. Boston roller derby consists of about 110 to 120 skaters at all times. We have 
you know, there's committees. We have a board of directors. We all work together on a daily basis. We're training together. We're hanging out together. We're traveling together. And it's, there's a really good sense of community. Um, it was also really empowering, just like Scarlett was talking about. I grew up playing sports my whole life. I grew up wanting to play contact sports, enjoyed contact sports, and grew up roller skating, luckily, my whole life. And when I was introduced to roller derby, it was kind of like the next step. It just made sense. Is there male roller derby? There is. There are men's, uh, there's men's roller derby association, and they do have teams throughout the country. Because back in the day, I remember female, and they, didn't they have male too back in the day? A lot of teams back when you played bank track would have alternating lines of male, female, uh -huh. um, and, or have co-ed teams. Do we do co-ed teams now? There are co-ed teams that exist. Uh, Boston has played against the regional men's teams before. Our travel team has done that. Um, but a lot of the times, you will, those games are not sanctioned. So one of the things you'd like to accomplish is to get – people interested in it and there are grandmothers and there are mothers out there listening now and they're going to be seeing a lot of kids during uh the holidays and so moms and grandmoms and there might even be some some kid aged people out there make sure you tell the young women that you run into that there is something like this for them with a great sense of community and it's very physical and keep you in shape you know they're not sitting on their butt looking at their phone Wait till you hear some of the cool names of the players with me. Everybody gets to pick a name. A lot of times the name has to do with what they're into. For example, Scaro is, is really Cult of Scaro, which is a cult of Scaro from... From Doctor Who, yeah. Doctor Who. So you have, you have people who are from all areas. You have like MIT kind of people, and you have heavy metal kind of people. Now... Uh, can you lay down some of the, my favorite? You know what my favorite of all time is, right? Your favorite of all time was Eleanor Bruzevelt. Eleanor Bruzevelt. <laughs> this is a skater that was just drafted to one of the home teams. A lot of the names have to do with uh, you know being tough or you know and being scary. Look out! There are a lot of play on names to make them more intimidating sounding. Yeah. Um, you'll have names like Whitey Vulgar. Whitey Vulgar. <laughs> Boston. A lot reference. of them have to, uh, 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 references. Local references. A lot of teams will do that. You'll uh, Skaters will want to find something that they can relate to, whether mm -hmm. if they're history buffs or if they're MIT nerds, whatever it might be, Like they'll find something that they relate to and make it into either a really funny or catchy name. So you have announcers, of course, right? We do. Professional announcers. They're on the circuit. They follow you, they follow you around. They... A lot of leagues will have one or two dedicated announcers, okay. and those announcers will also do tournaments and playoffs nationally as well. And so they say... Uh, they they say your names really loud. They introduce you, Whitey Vulgar. Yes. And Vulgar, uh, you know, jams or whatever. Okay, Eleanor Bruzevelt, Whitey Vulgar. Give me, roll them out slow because they're so delicious. I don't want to use them up quick. What's well, so next? you mentioned like um kind of like the nerdy aspect, and so the first thing that came to my mind was Wednesday Adams, like A T O M S, oh, because wow. she is what is she studying chemistry. Probably. I, that's a that's a problem because you don't know it's atoms unless mm -hmm. you see it spelled out. We have on our team Hannibal Dechter. Hannibal Dechter. <laughs> also a new skater that we picked up. Okay. How about Slam Chowder? Slam Chowder was uh, one of the original uh, skaters for the Cosmonauties. Yes. How about team, well, team names, some team names. So the Boston Roller Derby consists of seven teams altogether. There is the Boston Massacre which is our A travel team. 
Boston B Party, which is our B team. You have the Cosmonauties, the Nutcrackers, the Harbor Horrors, and then there's two other teams, um, the Red Team and the Common. All right. Where? Let's see where we are at now. We've talked about the names. What do women involved tend to do in another for their full time job? Is there no no tendency? It just could be all over the place. So what do you guys do? It really is kind of all over the place. Um, I right now I'm doing some freelance reporting, um, but I've worked in marketing. I've worked in television before. Uh, you could be an announcer. You could be an announcer when you're not skating. Yes. Have you done that? I have never actually done any announcing. Um, I've done bench managing and some coaching uh, when I've been injured and not able to actually be on the track. Um, and I also coach for our junior league. Um, but no, I've I would be interested in announcing because I love to make people listen to you, me. You have experience. <laughs> yes, I do. And you and you're very well spoken, both of you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And you know the rules and you know the strategies and you, you seem like you'd be perfect. We've been around a long time, the two of us. Yes. So <laughs> I've we've I've announced at a couple of the home games. It's really fun. It's really hard as a skater when you're announcing that to watch the game and actually announce to the fans mm -hmm. what's going on. But we're really lucky to have some phenomenal announcers in the area that do it all for us. All right. Now, there got to be injuries in this. Uh, injuries are part of the thing. They're almost yes. fun, right? The fun injuries. If you talk about them, you're all smiley. They're battle scars. Battle yeah. scars, exactly. I didn't mean fun, but somehow. Yeah, it's, it's fun when when the moment is past and you're better to kind of be like, oh, yeah, that thing that happened. Uh, so, yeah, this summer, um, at the end of June, I actually broke my leg at practice. Um, I We are very fortunate to have a lot of very talented people on our team. We had three nurses who were actually at that practice, so they immediately just, like, jumped to me, helped me take my gear off, called the ambulance, like, Helped uh, transfer me onto the stretcher, all that stuff. Um, Were you so screaming? I did scream at first, yes. I, I believe that the first words out of my mouth were uh, a scream of pain and then me hitting the floor and going, it's broken, it's broken, I just broke it. Uh, uh, did you hear so it break? I did. I knew right away that that's what it was. Tell um, me what happened to, to break it exactly. Break it down. Yeah, so I was just skating. It was just in a drill. It was kind of very casual. I just happened to kind of lose my balance, and I was taking a step backwards with my right leg um, onto my toe stop just to try to keep me from actually going down and just the angle and it was just kind of like a freak and you're like oh wow oh, oh no wow yep. wow yep. It, it was very broken. much just like from my career wow <laughs> i did yep i was like i'm never gonna skate again like this has to be it um all this other stuff and then one of my other teammates uh slick tracy who broke her leg last year was there with me she's like you're not done she's like you'll be fine like i did the same thing i said i was done here i am and sure enough here i am like four or five months later, back at practice, back playing. So what actually broke? Uh, my fibula. Really? That's yep. just from kind of stopping with your toe stop? Yep. Weird. Yeah, just a weird freak thing. Was uh, it, what kind so, of fracture? Uh, a spiral fracture? No, it was actually a nice clean break. Um, They did end up putting the plate in anyway. A plate? Yep. Can you feel it in the cold weather? I can actually, yeah. <laughs> You're going to leave it in? Yep, Um, unless it starts to bother me. Um, And then they will go take so it out. So can you feel but... it on the exterior? Yes. And does it interfere with fitting into your skate? Not really. I do wear um, a bigger brace now, which uh, changes the way that I lace up my skates. But... All right. Planets, you had an injury too. I've had multiple knee injuries. Uh, mostly, I've luckily not torn anything, but strained ACLs, PCLs, MCLs, concussions, 
many, many broken fingers over the years of playing. But uh, it, it's all very common. How do you break a finger? Getting, How do you tend to break a finger? Not grabbing my teammates the wrong way and jamming my fingers and then breaking them or falling or getting them ran over with a skate. I think at one point last year we had a group photo of us. There was about like six or seven of us getting taped up at the medic's table before we had to go out and play. I was going to say, I'm not entirely sure you've repeatedly broken your fingers. <laughs> I think you've just never let them heal from yeah. the first time. Probably. <laughs> and are there fights? No. So that is the one thing that roller derby as a whole has really encouraged that we be not only athletes, but our sportsmanship. Okay. And there's there's rivalries, by all means. And there might be some, you know, trash talking on the track. But you, 99.9% of the time, you will never go to a bout and see a fist fight. But you do get angry. You do get angry. Somebody elbows, elbows you discreetly in the face. Right. It's just like every sport. If you don't agree with a call, if, a, if someone has like a dirty hit, things are said. But at the end of the day, we're all friends and we get off the track and we have a couple of beers. What about uh, concussions? Is that a thing? It is a thing. And it's something we take very seriously. Uh, a lot of people wear hockey helmets. We wear special helmets that are designed for our sports specifically. Um, some skaters can come back from them and recover quickly. Other times, it might be the big injury that takes you out of the sport. And generally, those occur when you lose your footing and slam your head on the ground? Or slam your track. head on another person. Okay. Yeah, um, I uh, had a concussion a couple of years ago, and I never actually made contact with the floor. I took a hit to the chest, and I fell down. Um, and just the whiplash of my head jarring back, I ended up with a mild concussion. By the way, what were the symptoms of that? What did you notice after? So I immediately afterwards, I kept, I skated in another couple of jams because I was like, well, I didn't hit my head, but I started to feel kind of dizzy and just confused. Um, and so I told my captain, uh, neurotic tendency at the time, who was also a nurse, I was like, I think I might've hit my head. And she said, take your skates off, go sit in the locker room. Like, like you're done. Like, even if there's like a slight possibility that maybe I hit my head, we were not going to risk it because double impact on a concussion is so incredibly right. dangerous and damaging. Um, so I geared down and went to the locker room. But then as the night progressed, it was just, I was confused. I was like angry, but I knew I was irrationally angry. Like yeah. I was like literally mad that people weren't reading my mind. And I was like, well, I can't expect them to know I want this thing. I haven't said it, but I was still oh, wow. mad about it. Folks, um, we're with Planets and Skyro, two skaters in the, what do you call the league? Uh, Boston the, Roller Derby. Boston Roller Derby League. I asked you to think about, I don't know if I asked you, but I, your greatest moment. Everybody's got their, you know, your big achievement, your triumphant. I have. I've, when you smoked somebody great, you were great. I think the my biggest achievement was um, joining the Wicked team. I, my third year as captain, was it my third year? My second year as captain. I want to say third. Third year as captain. We went undefeated and we won the Fez which is the trophy that's been around for 13 years. It is a golden roller skate with a golden fez as a tribute to the Shriners, and we finally won it. A fez is that that semi-conical hat with the conical, not comical, with the tassel. Yes. And tell them why the prize is a, the, the trophy is a fez. Since we've the league started, we have been playing our games at Shriners Auditorium in Wilmington, and it was kind of a, you know... Nice gesture to them to also make them part of the league that way. How about you, Cult Ascaro? Um, I'm going to try to quickly do two. <laughs> so um, definitely one of my favorite ones with Boston uh, was 
last year uh, when we won the uh, Division Two championships. Um, I was on the charter, but not actually rostered for any of the games, uh, which I knew going into it uh, that I was kind of lower tier on the team, but it was still so exciting to be there. And um, I got to help manage on the track. And so I still got to really feel like part of that victory when we won. And it was the team's first gold medal in several years. And just being there and in that moment was just really, really cool. Um, My other one would be when I first left State College, um, my very last game, it was the very last jam. Um, They had me put on the star and go in as a jammer, which is not normally my position. Um, And I had a great run. I scored uh, 24 points in that one jam. I got MVP jammer of the game. It was like my last moment with the team before I left forever. Uh, And so that was just like a really cool note to end. Wow. And uh, Planets, what is your position? Do Do you rotate? I am a blocker. Mostly because my endurance is awful and jamming is terrifying. Um, I would also consider myself kind of a, a goon on the track or a bruiser. My I like hitting people as hard as I possibly can. Okay. Now, there are rules about how you can hit. You can't elbow in the face. You don't have any boards to check into, but it's kind of like hockey checking if there were no boards. Full body, full hip, Knock them right on the ground. As hard as you can um, most of the time. And those are the big hits that you know the fans enjoy. But we also train really hard for them, and there's sometimes nothing better than putting somebody on their butt. You know, people get away with what they can get away with. It's not exactly cheating. It's not exactly not. It's like that jab when the ref's not looking. Do you guys do that? There are hits that— there's fair play, but then there's, there's that. There are hits that are not— Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As popular because they are more dangerous to both skaters involved, um, but we are lucky that we have at any time, you know, half dozen referees watching the game. All right. We're with Planets and Scaro, who are Boston Roller Derbyists. What do you call yourself? Roller? How do you refer to yourselves? Just skaters. Skaters, yeah. skaters with Boston Roller Derby. Yep. Okay. Where are the gigs going to be? Where so- can I go see you? Our first game of the season, our uh, home team kickoff, will be January 12th. Should I root for you, by the way? Are you like... Oh, absolutely. Wear red. Wear red. Yeah. Or red, red and gold. Red and gold. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I interrupted. Oh, no, yeah. I interrupted. No, you interrupted for a very important point. <laughs> okay. Come to our game, wear red. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, first game starts at five. Uh, doors open at four. Uh, second game at seven. And uh, that's up at the uh, Shriners Auditorium in Wilmington. Okay. That's the first first game. Do you yes. call them games? Yes. Games or bouts, but yeah. Bouts. Okay. But they're not all at Shriners. There's one in East Boston, right? Yes. I'm not sure if we have the... It'll be April 27th at oh. the Perrazzo Rink in East Boston. That's too far. When When's the first one? Uh, January 12th. Yeah. And then we will be playing monthly from now through August. Okay. I'm... I, I have to go to the one in East Boston and it'd be cool if I could make it to one before that. I'm all in. And I'm and not in a, in a not in an ironic way for real. I I'm in. Now tell me about the league, how it's structured, 
what who the teams play against and is there a national structure and how do you got how do you rank in it are you good Boston is one of the founding leagues of the WFTDA, which is the Women's Flat Track Derby Association. We are going into our 14th year, I believe. 14th. I think it's our 14th or 13th. It's been over a decade. Yeah, it's definitely been more than a decade. Um, Right now, we consist of the four home teams who will play each other throughout the season. And we also have our two travel teams, Boston Massacre and the Boston Bee Party. They will play regionally, nationally, and internationally. And then we also have a team of internationally. Sp- yeah, we play up in Canada a couple times. Um, we have not gone to out of any continental cups. I bet you the Japanese would be into this. There is. There's teams. So there's also a World Cup every four years. Yeah. And um, those consist of each country has their own roller derby team. They compete in like our version of the Olympics. And we've had multiple skaters throughout the years from Boston representing numerous countries in the tournament. So different countries would have different rules. You must have; to, they must have to arrive at some. No, they all play under the WFTDA oh, really? rule set. The, w- w- WFTA. Yep, uh, WFTDA oversees over four hundred leagues throughout the um, all over the world, actually. And we are ranked currently uh, thirty-four out of over, I think, four hundred leagues. Yeah. That's pretty good. We think we're pretty good. Yeah. And in this town, I, I'm told that you're. You're the best, and everyone's afraid of you in this in this area, in New England. <laughs> we are the top-ranked team in New England currently. There are a lot of phenomenal leagues in the area. If people aren't able to come check out Boston, we encourage you to check out Connecticut or Gotham in New York or wherever you might be. Yeah, Western Mass. Western Mass. There's tons of leagues. New Hampshire, who've also been around just as long. But um, for the area, we're pretty good. We're also one of the largest with over 100 skaters. Okay. Do you work out to, you know— so that you can excel when the game's, uh, when it's on. Do you go to the gym and work out like football players and really? Yeah, uh, cross training is definitely off, an up. important part. Um, yeah. I mean, derby itself is a very physical and uh, demanding activity. So I mean, that is a good way to build up strength. But if you really want to elevate what you do, uh, cross training, uh, cardio work, weightlifting, all that stuff is a very important part of our. Both routine. of you, when you, if you could improve your. Fitness, what would you have to improve? Your endurance? Endurance is probably the one thing that I try to work on every year. Um, people forget that we aren't just showing up and playing the game. We have practice minimum, some of us, six hours, eight hours, ten hours a week, minimum. And anything that we can do to help us make practice easier is really important. All right, we have Kevin in West Bridgewater. Kevin, how do you do? Bradley. Kevin. Bradley. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Great. Say hello to Planets and Skyro. Hello, ladies. Hello. hello. I'm fascinated. I'm on my way home. I've been listening, and uh, I've always had kind of an interest thanks to Static X. They had a song called Destroya and a great video all about roller derby, and I, I, I always loved it growing up, and uh, I'm loving hearing this whole conversation because I'm going to come out and see you guys. I so, was wondering, do you guys have any kind of web page? Yeah, you can definitely find us at bostonrollerderby.com. We're on Facebook, Boston Derby for Instagram, Boston Derby for Twitter. Any of those um, those outlets, you can find tons of information from us. Awesome. I'm so psyched to grab my wife and head out and see a game. Um, I'm an ice skater, so I feel like, you know, if you're a skater, we're all the same breed, regardless of what you're skating on. And uh just the, the whole thing, um, I, I had had no idea that this was going on, and I think it's really great. Well, I'll make sure to, uh, once again, we'll go through where they're going to be, all right? 
to make sure that you uh, can see them. Thanks, Kevin. And, of course, the website, again, is bostonrollerderby.com. Yes. That's good. Now, what about the equipment? It's I'm interested in the gear. I guess, first, let's talk about the protective gear, and then let's talk about what you go insane over the, the skates and the trucks and the, the wheels and everything. So the uh, minimum gear requirements that you have to have to be allowed to play are a helmet, a mouth guard, elbow pads, knee pads, and wrist guards. There must be some minimum specs on the helmet, uh, like a serious real helmet. Yes. Uh, yeah, it has to, at bare minimum, it has to like cover your forehead to the base of your skull, and it has to be snug and not overly loose. So a bike helmet's not going to do it. No. It would have to be a helmet specifically designed for your sport, or are there other sports helmets that will do the trick? A lot of people do skate in hockey helmets. Hockey helmets, but okay. Yeah, there are several brands of helmet that are kind of made specifically for the impact. Yeah. Of so when you're starting out, a hockey helmet's fine. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. And then there's pads. Are they specifically made for roller derby, or they are? Yeah, all the pads that you'll see us wearing are usually reinforced, extra padding, harder plastic. Sometimes the Velcro is just better. They're just designed to stay on us better. You're, when you're going up against other skaters and you're touching and rubbing up against one another, you don't want anything slipping or falling off. Or catching. Catching, exactly. And I think knee pads would probably be one of the most important, in mm -hmm. my opinion. You can sp spend quite a bit of money, $100 plus, on phenomenal knee pads that are going to protect you in the long run. All right. Uh, what is the track made of? We currently skate on shellacked cement. So. Sh Wow, so, it's hard. Yeah. Good God, that's hard. Yeah, falling on that is a lot of fun. <laughs> um, a lot of leagues still skate at roller rinks, so they're skating on wood. And our worst nightmare is playing tournaments on something called sport court, which is basically plastic. So that's worse than cement? It's something that none of us train on on a regular basis. Um, and when you fall, sometimes it feels like tiny little cheese graters mm -hmm. on your skin. So you prefer the cement? Yes. I, yeah, at least it's smooth. <laughs> it is smooth and beautiful, and that is our favorite thing to skate on. So if you fall, you don't get such a burn from it because it's smooth? No burn, but it definitely hurts. Man. Anybody break their nose or the face? My very first scrimmage ever when I used to play for the Nutcrackers, our jammer got hit an elbow to the face, and her nose broke, but she did a full lap before she came off the track. And bleeding and everything. Wasn't bleeding just yet, but she got off the track Looked at us, grabbed her nose, and then blood was everywhere. Oh. Now you get to the skates, and you go, just like any true sports person, the key element in your equipment, you go nuts over. Like a bicyclist is nuts over their bike. You guys are nuts over your skates. Tell me how involved that can be. Yeah, uh, there are a lot of different ways to customize your skate um, from the type of boot you have. Like They have some that are heat moldable so that people will, you know, hit them with a hair dryer so that they mold to their feet, um, different kinds of cut of boots. Uh, a big thing, too, are also, like, our uh, plates. There are different angles of uh, where the wheels come from um, that depend on how people use their edges and how they turn. And then wheel hardness is also uh, a really big deal. A softer wheel is going to have more stick. Um, and depending on different people's skating style, like I personally like to have a very hard, slippery wheel because I like to have a lot of slide in my stops. Yeah. Um, but it varies so much from person to person. There are so many little ways. You hard can... wheels faster? Yes. Okay. What else can you – there are other things to spend money on. There's the wheels themselves. By the way, what are some of the materials of the wheels? Is it all hard rubber or plastic or is it different material? I think they're all polyurethane yes. nowadays. Okay. There's a lot of hybrids. 
And the materials of the the boot itself, sometimes leather, sometimes there are vegan ski boot friendly stuff. skates. There are vegan friendly skates, but mo for the most part, your boots are going to be leather. And even the leather ones, you can hair dry to tighten them up. Those do exist. Yes. Those must be expensive. They are expensive. I think for the most, for a lot of us, we're spending upwards of. Five hundred plus dollars. My skates. first real, like, not intro skate set when I was skating for a league that didn't have any sponsorships. I spent a thousand dollars on all the different components, and that's really not that uncommon. Yeah. So and wheels, boot, and then the things that attach the wheels to the boot. Our trucks or our plates are very expensive and very important. Over the years, they've gone from being plastic to weighing a hundred pounds, and now they're super light. There's magnesium. Magnesium. And it's crazy. There's People don't, Carbon fiber. Right. And people don't realize that you think roller derby, like, oh, you all must wear the same roller skating rink skates that everyone wears. And then you go to somewhere like Bruce Boutique and you see that there is literally hundreds of things you can do for your skates. And it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Pieces you can get in lighter cushions, harder cushions. So this is the, the roller derby store? Yep, Bruce Boutique. They're up in uh, Nashua. Yes. So there's an actual brick and mortar roller derby store. Yep, they're Brew, actually like the B R E W. Uh, bruised. 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 Okay, okay. Sorry, bruised. Like Boutique. Al Eleanor Bruzevelt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think they're the largest roller derby store. Yes. Um, D. Are they a sponsor? They they sponsor us. They're a sponsor a lot of really great leagues. Mm -hmm. The owner is one of our, I believe founding skaters. Uh, Distortion was her name. Distortion. And she has the store here oh, wow. in uh, Nashua, and she also owns a store in uh, New Orleans. Whoever wants to start here, talk about the venues, what they look like, and who tends to go, how many people tend to go. Paint the picture as detailed as you possibly can, even to the smells. You smell like, do they have hot dogs? Hot dog smells? Yeah, so uh, when Dirty we... Dirty skate smells? What is it? Smell? We smell awful. Yeah, but... no, we're the worst. Um... <laughs> Uh, when we play at Shriners, they do have concessions and a bar there. Uh, when we play at either Simone or Peraza, Peraza, thank you. Uh, we have food trucks, um, so you'll definitely get some food smells coming in there. Um, our most populated games usually range between like anywhere between seven to eight hundred to twelve hundred people. Uh, all ages. Uh, we are a very kid-friendly sport. We also do have a juniors league for kids. Um, during half times, we'll either either have bands or different kinds of shows, or sometimes just games like for kids to come play and win prizes. Uh, We're also we always have in the hallways when you come to Shriners for the halftime and in between games. We invite local artists and vendors to come in and sell their goods and help them get you know, make money just like we're trying to. I think one of our most popular would be Top Shelf Cookies, yes. who she sells out every single game. It's kind of a race to get to her table. So that's great for everybody because they have a place, and I believe you do not charge for the table. We do not. If anyone is interested, they can reach out, go to our website. You can go email info at bostonderby.com and you know let us know if you're interested in having a table there. We do have a max, I think, of like 15 or 20 but there's tons of vendors. And uh, it adds color to your event. It does and add flavor. color. 
Yeah, and we feel really good because it's also part of like a DIY community. You know, we do this all on our own. No one's doing this for us. So it's really nice to give back to other small businesses. Well, I'm curious about other vendors. I guess because I'm curious about what else there would be to eat. Um, I've had my friend who is the Triumph motorcycle <laughs> um, person in the area come and have bikes there. We have a lot of We've jewelry. We've had a, a caricaturist uh, artist, uh, different clothing vendors. Yeah, that 3D printer who helps make our uh, awesome uh, MVP awards. We've had, there was a poor man's coffee has come mm. with their coconut cold brew, which is my favorite to drink on the bench. <laughs> Um, yeah, we just have a wide variety of things. How long is the game, and how is it uh, divvied up in time-wise? So each game um, consists of two 30-minute halves. Uh, they're broken down into what we call jams. Uh, so you'll have your one lineup from each team go out um, at a max. Each jam is two minutes long, uh, sometimes a little bit shorter. Um, but then at the end of the jam, uh, you rotate new lines go in. And then there's usually a 15-minute halftime. And the teams have music, entrance music? We do. Each of the teams, there are the four home teams. The Cosmonauties come out to Beastie Boys Intergalactic. The Nutcracker. Intergalactic Planetary. Yes. All they right. are, they're, you know, our spacey, nerdy team. They're great. Yeah. Um, the Nutcrackers, I'm not sure what they come out to right now. They were doing Bad Reputation, but I do think that they've changed I it. I think that was one of our founding songs. Um, the Harbor Horrors come out to something different. Yeah. And the Wicked team, we come out to uh, House of Pain, Jump Around. House of Pain, Jump Around. Okay. And we've been coming out to that for 13 years. House of Pain yeah. is your, and you, it worked, it's been working for you, that's for sure. So we have Marianne in Pennsylvania. Maybe she wants to sign up. Marianne. Oh, no, but thank you very much. Um, I'm very, this is very interesting. Um, my grandmother used to watch Roller Derby when I was a kiddo. Um, I have a couple questions. Um, how much do you pay for health insurance? Um, well, let's take it one at a time. Okay. Do you have to disclose on your health insurance form you're in roller derby, and does that mean that you have to pay more? So you, we require that everybody have health insurance when they join our league. That's just part of our league's yeah. rules. But you also buy uh, insurance every year through the Women's Flat Track Derby Association that covers you for certain injuries and oh whatnot. so supplemental yep yeah and that and is that's... currently 70 dollars a year oh man so that's uh, okay. helps you with related injuries yep L I... probably a lot of knees are covered and the broken uh... legs and things like that i don't know any specifics i know are we do have league mates who have used it though it's a pretty great yeah, i think it covers out of pocket costs yes yeah. wow okay question number two mary ann in pennsylvania number number two is um how much does it cost you to suit yourself up in all your required equipment. If you go with the basics or what we would say the bare minimum, you're looking at probably roughly around 300 or so dollars between a beginner's type of skate and good equipment. And I highly recommend buying very good pads and helmets because you're going to do a lot of falling at first. 300 bucks. Yeah, 300. Okay. And what okay. if you're you what if you're you guys and your level of equipment? What's your total outfit cost? I mean, I probably spend every year between fifteen, three to. Oh, my gear that I have right now is probably well about a thousand dollars or more. Yeah, I would say probably something similar. Your skates alone are a thousand bucks, and that doesn't include we pay dues. We pay for all our own traveling. Um, you pay dues because you have to rent your own venues to uh, to practice in. We have our own uh, warehouse. We call it the Fort in Lynn, Massachusetts, and we pay. A very hefty amount to have that space because you need a lot of space for a track, and we rely heavily 
on our ticket sales and our merch sales and our dues. And I will say, um, because it is important to let people know that this is not the cheapest uh, activity to pick up, but um, we do try to make sure that it's not necessarily too cost prohibitive. Uh, there's a lot of ways to get like used gear. We've done loaners and things like that. I mean, if the cost is an issue for people, there are ways around it, but people should come into it expecting that they're going to have to throw down some cash for it. Good mm -hmm. Those are good questions, Marianne. Thank you. And one more. How do you get paid? Do you get paid by the house? Or uh, the, um, oh, the or, or by the team, or how does that well, work? None of our skaters are paid. Um, everything is volunteer, even our board of directors. Uh, everybody is required in the league to have jobs and hold jobs, but no one gets paid. We do rely heavily on our ticket sales, merchandise, and you know donations. But that's just to keep the whole thing self-sustaining. Nobody's making a profit. No one's making profit. They ain't in the, and they ain't in it for the money, Marianne. Wow. No, there would have to be some big money for me there. <laughs> no, then you're not for real. You don't love it. <laughs> Thank you so very much Thank and you. happy holidays. It's like you me. Too. I make music. I make music and I it says not for sale on it. Where usually the dream is I'll, I'm going to get an album and forget that. It's about the art. It's about the thing. It's about the sport and being competitive and it's it's so much fun. I don't know what I would be doing if I wasn't playing roller derby. But also, like we do have sponsorships. We have wonderful sponsors who help us out a lot. But I mean, you want to name a couple of them? You certainly can. Oh yeah, so we have like uh, CC Mouthguard. I believe is still CC Mouthguard. Yep, we have the Bruise Boutique. The Bruise Boutique mm -hmm. in Nashua. Yes, they sell the stuff. So if anybody wants to get into it, you should call them. But uh, I think too. Uh, when we were an LLC, we were skater owned and operated. We are now a licensed nonprofit. So, um, but not getting paid kind of does give us a lot of freedom to make our own rules and yeah. do it our way. Like we answer, like as board members, like we answer to our league, um, and we don't have to answer to anyone else. And yeah. I, I think that's you don't really have great. to be lowest common denominator to get ticket sales. <laughs> exactly. And just like I don't have to, my I don't have to make my music for anybody to like except me tattoos are there specific tattoos that uh folks tend to get does it is that are tattoos a thing they're mandatory mandatory no no they're not um <laughs> tattoo i would say that most 80 percent of the league has tattoos but are they all related to derby some are you will have you'll see skaters in our leagues who have lobsters because that's our mascot for the boston massacre okay. you'll see roller skates the fez a lot of the horrors have those like octopus tentacles. I have and, a, uh, the uh, slam chowder. Do they have like a clam on? Probably yeah. things like that. I mean, our our mascot is a seagull that we call the trash bird, and I have two seagulls tattooed on my arm for my first and second year of captaining. I want to see Ele Eleanor Roosevelt's tattoo, like a tattoo of Eleanor Roosevelt with a like, nice stitches and exactly. stuff. <laughs> okay, I guess it's a good time to uh, kind of wrap up. I want to make sure that we've done everything here for you that we can in terms of promotion. Anything you want to make sure that people know. Tell them about the gigs again. Tell them yeah. uh, anything you want. Absolutely. So um, I would say for anyone who is interested in learning more, please visit our website. Find us on social media. Boston Derby uh, is our handle for everything. Um, if you 
think it sounds really interesting, but you don't want to skate or necessarily compete. We need um, skating officials. We need non-skating officials, um, all kinds of different volunteers. We're looking for bands to play halftime shows. Um, like by all means, like come check us out, just see what we're all about. And then if there's any way you think you might want to get involved, let us know. And we'd love to find a space for you. Right on. Planets Scaro, thank you very much. And all the thank best you. to all you folks in all the league, the Boston Roller Derby and beyond. Really appreciate it. Thanks. WBZ. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.